0: Good evening, everyone. This is Thursday, January 16th, 2020, and welcome to, of course, a very special edition of WCWS Radio Network's weekly pop culture review show. This is WCWS Outside the Ropes. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, this is Mr. WCWS channel back on the line here with you as we discuss it and bring you, of course, everything going on in the world of pop culture, of course, music, movies, sports, you name it, we will definitely talk about it. Uh, we we apologize, of course, here as, as the reason why this is a special broadcast tonight is because we did have some difficulty through TalkShoe.com uh, for airing this particular episode uh, last night during our regular evening. Uh, so we had to pull it back here until we could figure out what was going on. But uh, we did have everything straight in time, of course, for our other two shows last, last night. So we said we would bring outside the ropes in here this evening. And we'll definitely take care. We'll definitely, of course, do our same business like we do on Wednesday nights. And <clears throat> hopefully we won't have to repeat the same thing like we're doing here right now. Of course, here, ladies and gentlemen, also joining me here tonight, of course, uh, who, who will bring you, of course, your box office report. And also, of course, your sports headlines as well. He's a 2015 and 17 WWS Hall of Famer. And also a part of the team that brings you dose US Raw Radio. Um, of course, each, every Monday afternoon right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, I'm referring to the Iceman himself right here, J.D., Jared D. Drama. J.D., good to have you here with, with us here this evening here as well to get to, to start this thing off. If uh, you care to join us here, ladies and gentlemen, thank you mr. you, J.D. If you care, of course, to join us here tonight, ladies and gentlemen, as we talk about everything going on in the world of, except like pop culture here this evening, Please feel free to, of course, to give us a call. Phone number as always is 1605 562 444 Caller ID 141-387 and press that one if you want to chime in on everything that we have to talk about here this evening. Ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna switch gears a little bit here tonight as we're gonna go ahead and let go ahead and let the ice Man, D. Drama, of course, take care of his, uh, take care of his business here tonight. Before he brings that, however. Of course, you know, the big news, the big story that we did have, of course, last night, uh, of course, about the wrestling world here. And this is a wrestling story. I know sometimes we don't, we do on occasion do them on outside the ropes. But this one right here has a very, very special meaning here indeed. And kind of an update as to uh, to this, this particular story we brought you here last night. So, ladies and gentlemen, of course, with this story, plus also your box office report and also some sports headlines here bringing in, bringing in. Bringing it in here tonight to 186 about Side of Outside the Ropes. Here is, of course, the Iceman, Jared DiGerolmo, of course, bringing us everything here, uh, bringing us up to date on everything here. JD, please go ahead.
1: Thank you very much. Last night, however, we heard a very sad and very heartbreaking tragedy in the world of wrestling and sports entertainment in general. The son of former WWE wrestler, however, and Hollywood actor Dwayne Johnson, better known to all as the People's Champion, the Brahma Bull, the Great One, the master of the Smackdown Hotel, the master of the People's, elbow, uh, people's Eyebrow, however, the uh, People's Strudel, whatever you call it, and then somehow mm-hmm. sadly lost their biggest figure to date, however, and the wrestling world lost a very sad figure at the same time. The man who was known as Wade Douglas Bowles, however, may not be familiar with you all, however, as he was born that way in August of 1944 in Amherst, Nova Scotia, Canada. But in 1964, however, that all changed, however. At the age of 16, however, how uh, this young man, however, believe it or not, however, moved to Toronto where he began wrestling and worked as a truck driver. Initially, he tried to become a boxer and would spar with such greats as the late great Muhammad Ali and George Foreman, but he was always fascinated by the sport of professional wrestling. In 1964, he began his career in southern Ontario. Soon after that, he changed his name, however, to Rocky Johnson, if you will. In 1969, he wrestled for the Worldwide Wrestling Federation, or WWF, tag team with Earl Maynard, however, till Maynard was tragically killed in a fatal car accident, however, where it was announced at the San Francisco Cal- Hall Palace that Maynard would not be able to fight that night because he was involved in a fatal car accident, however, mind you. In the 1970s, however, he was the top contender receiving title matches against then-world champions Terry Funk and Harley Race. He also wrestled off and on, however, in the Memphis Territory, however, often feuding with one Jerry the King Lawler, winning the crown at one point from Lawler. He also fought under a mask, however, as Sweet Ebony Diamond in the Mid-Atlantic area. At 6'2", 260, however, he was married three times. His first marriage will only last several years, however. His second will last 15, and his latest, however, until recently, was almost 14 or 15 He had three children, including his son, Dwayne, however, who, of course, went on to bigger and better things, however, as a sports entertainer, despite the fact that his son, at one point, played collegiate football at the University of Miami. However, he was trained by Peter Maivia and Kurt Von Steiger, if you will, however. In the 80s, however, this young man, of course, known as Rocky Johnson, feuded with some of the greats, including Don Morocco, Greg the Hammer Valentine, Iron Mike Sharp, Canada's so-called greatest athlete, Playboy Buddy Rose, and Adrian Adonis. He also became synonymous with tag teams yet again, however, and would team with a very close friend of his that became would become his lifelong friend for the last half-quarter century to 30 years. That man turned out to be the world's strongest man, at the time the world's biggest man, if you will, Tony Atlas. In November 1983, however, they made history when they would defeat the Wild Samoans, cousins of Rocky Johnson, however, for the tag team championship. In November of 1983, in Allentown, Pennsylvania, they were the first black, black excuse me black tag team to ever hold that tag team title distinction. Together, Johnson and Atlas were known as the Soul Patrol, and had fans basically cheering from wherever they went. Whether it be in buildings such as Madison Square Garden, Boston Garden, the Capitol Center, Philadelphia Spectrum, the Civic Arena, the Long Island S. L. County Coliseum, and many other buildings. Eight years later, he would retire. However, and along with Pat Patterson, however, he would train his son Dwayne to wrestle. Of course, John John his fo- Rocky Johnson was instrumental in getting Dwayne later Rocky Rocky be after both Rocky and one of his relatives, Peter Maivia's ring names, to a developmental deal. He had an on-camera presence at his son's matches, watching and seeing what he would become. In fact, at one point, however, he jumped into the ring on his behalf after he was attacked by the so-called Sultan, if you will, who was another one of his closest relatives, the artist known as Rikishi and the Iron Sheik at WrestleMania 13 in March of 1997. He was not seen on camera again, sadly, after the Rocky Maivia character club, but Dwayne, of course, would take up, however, by developing his own persona as a cocky, arrogant, bad uh, trash-talking heel known as The Rock. In early 2003, Johnson was hired as a trainer for the development of the toy OVW, what well, was let go of that May. He made a return and would defeat Mabel, however, at a boxing match, however, and Memphis Wrestling later that year in November. Five years later, he was announced as an inductee to the WWE Hall of Fame along with his father-in-law, High Chief Peter Maivia. Both Johnson and his father were inducted by Johnson's uh, father and, of course, Chief Peter Maivia's nephew, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Recently, three weeks ago, he joined the Board of Directors of the International Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame. He also wrote a book, however, called Soul Man. And he talks about how he met his first wife at a dance when he was training to become a boxer. Like we said, he had two children through his first, uh, like I said, marriage: Curtis and Wanda, whom he introduced at the Hall of Fame induction. While married to his first wife, he became romantically involved with the uh, daughter of High Chief Peter Mayavie. The High Chief, however, star met Rocky after Mayavie and Johnson were tag team partners in a match on the Independent Circuit. The High Chief was not very pleased with the relationship of these two. Not because of anything personal against Johnson, but because of his profession. He knew first how hard it was for families who were at home, that were constantly on the road. Their son Dwayne was born in May of 1972, and in order to provide for his two families, he adopted a frugal lifestyle while on the road, subsiding on beer, sliced cheese, and bologna. Like most of the other boys, he never went out and partied with the superstars after the show, however. Needless to say, however, he obtained. A, Johnson states that him and his first wife parted, and, and we were good friends. He obtained a divorce in Texas and then filed for a marriage license in Florida a few days later, December of 1978, to marry his second wife, who would later leave him in 2003. He was married to a speech pathologist at the time of his death. However, uh, uh, basically, however, Sheila. Sadly and tragically, however, he would appear on one television show as far as popular culture outside of wrestling. In fact, Wayne Johnson portrayed his father in the season one episode of the 1999 show, of the 1999 show, that 70s show, entitled, That Wrestling Show. Like I said, again, in his first TV acting job, <laughs> Wayne Johnson actually portrayed his father as far as the season one, episode of that seventy show, called titled, That Wrestling Show. Sad to say, and tragically, however, we will lose him. Our suddenly and tragically just yesterday at the age of 75. With all the accolades that he has done. how we, we could It would take too much to talk about. But some of the accolades besides tag team. Would include the following. Just to list a few. U.S. Heavyweight Champion once. And NWA San Francisco once. As well as Pacific Northwest Champion once. Twice. Northwest Tag Team Champion Pacific Northwest Wrestling. Once with Iceman King Parson. And once with Brett Sawyer. He would also hold the title four times. Three times with his close friend in. A uh, fellow uh, buddy he worked with and a little bit in the WWE as an assistant trainer, Pat Patterson, once with P- Bill Gomez. He also, believe it or not, held the N- CWA National Tag Team Championship once with uh, Bill Dundee, believe it or not. The father-in-law, however, of wrestler Bobby Eaton, however, if you will. Also, he would hold the Texas Heavyweight Championship twice, the Brass Knuckles Texas Version once, and the Texas Tag Team Championship once with the late-grade Jose Lothario. Despite all the accolades, however, like we said, those are just some of them. And like I said, there's more than that, but we're not going to bore you with the details, huh? But I want to close it with this, though, before we wrap it up here. For what Rocky Johnson and Tony Atlas did in the 80s was a remarkable achievement in itself. Something had ne- never been seen before at that time. Two very unique wrestlers, however, and, of course, holding a pair of belts. As they were the first black tag team ever to hold the WWF tag team titles. History was changing in the 80s. And this was the start of it. Some people go back and say the Brawl for All or Starrcade or even WrestleMania. Also, add on to that. Legacy were the ones that actually initially began it. But I don't believe that. Not by a long shot. What Tony Atlas and what Don Morocco did in November 19th, we took guts, took heart, took passion, took energy, took drive, took hard work. So as I close out my, uh, if you want to call it, eulogy here tonight, I want to say one thing in honor of the Rocks family and friends, and I know our thoughts and prayers are with them tonight and will be for quite some time. To Dwayne and his family, and to the entire Samoan legacy family, however, my heart bleeds with you guys tonight, and my heart is a little bit sadder to hear your passing. But, in our Dwayne, I will say this to him. If I had a chance to see him right now, I would say this to him. And, Rock, you know, I think everyone would say this to you. If they got a hold of you somehow, some way, thank you. Thank you for giving us the memories your father gave us. Thank you for making your father one of the most consummate professionals both in and out of the ring with fans, with his fellow wrestlers, with announcers, with everyone alike. He touched a lot of people. He will always be known as the soul man and he will always carry a tune, however. But sadly that tune, however, for now is quiet and silent. But it will be risen again someday when we see him and all the others that have gone before us. So again, Rock, thank you for your father's uh, generosity he brought to the sport as a fan, to myself and to everyone out there who grew up watching him. And who, for people who have not watched him or who have only heard about this just now, I implore you to go back and watch some of his moments. The matchups he had with Morocco and Greg Valentine are almost legendary, especially the ones with Morocco are legendary to this day. And if you want more history, however, I suggest you go back and watch that great match he had with the Wild because that'll put a smile on your face even more. Because like I said, to me, that changed the course of wrestling history. No team before at that time had ever done that. So to him and Tony Atlas, a testament of strength, Heller, and also a tip of the cap to both of these gentlemen for setting history on its ear in a good way. So to Tony Atlas and, again, Rocky Johnson, thank you for what you did that memorable day in November of 1983, one week before Starcade that year. You definitely made history in itself for fans alike. And so, Rocky Johnson, we say goodbye to you, my friend, until we meet again. And thank you.
0: Couldn't put it better myself here. Uh, great, 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 great words, of course, to JD. Thank you. Course, very much for that, and again, ladies and gentlemen, as we did say on Revolution last night, our thoughts and prayers are with the Rock and his family, as well as the entire Samoan dynasty, we're losing, of course, a very, very key figure uh, who had become a very key figure in the Samoan dynasty, of course. Uh, the one and the only, of course, soul man himself, Rocky Johnson. Uh, may, of course, like I said, may God keep. May God keep your family safe, and, of course, may God lead you on, of course, whatever the next adventure will be, of course, up there in the wrestling wrestling ring of heaven right there. Soul Man Rocky Johnson, thank you very much there, sir, for your accolades, and thank you very much for your contributions to what we refer to, not as sports entertainment, but simply put, as Dusty Rhodes put it so long ago, professional. Resting. Enough said. Godspeed and God bless. Thank you very much, Mr. Johnson. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and get, of course, get you up to date on several pop culture stories, courtesy of our friends, once again, at 411mania.com. Of course, I do thank our friends at 411mania.com <coughs> Excuse me. for allowing us here in the wws radio network of course and read their stories of our shows including in addition to outside the rubs of course raw radio revolution wolfpack uh, power hour wws this morning and other shows uh bear with us here for just one second while we uh of course uh, computer acting a tad bit slow there um <clears throat> so let's see here i may be able to let's see Let's see, hold on, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to try doing this another way here. My apologies. Okay, wait, I think we, hold on, I think we might have it here. Let's see. Uh, And I'm going to read, of course, just a couple of quick pop culture stories and also a quick wrestling story before I turn it back over to the Iceman and let him get, of course, his sports update and box office report up, up and running, of course, here as well. <clears throat> While we get that up, ladies and gentlemen, let me go ahead and remind you. Don't forget, coming up here at nine o'clock, 138-521 eight five two one pound. Don't forget our next episode of the second installment in Wolfpack. Our live video feed, of course, uh, uh, will be coming. Will be coming from AWA US History Lives, news and views, history and birthdays. Of course, are our own personal thoughts about what took place last night with both AEW and uh, and of course NXT. And plus some other other big time wrestling uh, stories here as well. Uh, <clears throat> so be sure to check it out here tonight. Uh, one three eight five two one pound uh, for NWO Wolfpack here uh, this evening. Coming up here in about an hour and a half. Uh, okay, let's see here. Uh, let's see, let's see. Uh, hmm. And like I so said, we're going to just, bring you just a couple, just a couple of quick pop culture stories here. Uh, okay, this story came out today from Jeremy Thomas. Uh, apparently, of course, talking about in terms of the, of the next James Bond movie, it, the producer of the next movie says the next James Bond star, or talking about the next person, I guess, is going to play James Bond, it will continue to be played by a male actor. Okay. Uh, Barbara Broccoli, the main producer for the 007 franchise, has confirmed that they won't be switching up the gender of their of their super spy. Of course, Broccoli, who has worked on the Bond film since 1977's The Spy Who Loved Me, and is the co-owner of 007 production's shingle Eon Productions, I'm sorry about that, spoke with Variety for a new interview and discussed the future of the franchise. Now that Daniel Craig is on his last film entitled No Time to Die. She says about the character, she says, he can be of any color, but he will still remain male. I believe we, we, we should be creating new characters for women, strong female characters. I'm not particularly interested in taking a male character and having a woman play it. I think women are far more interesting than that. Rockley noted that she doesn't lose sight of, of, the, of the weight of her role as a producer for the franchise alongside her half-brother, Michael G. Wilson, saying, for better or for worse, we are the custodians of this character. We take that responsibility seriously. No Time to Die will star, of course, Daniel Craig, uh, Rami Malik, Ra- Ralph Pine, Naomi Harris, Roy Kinnear, Leah Sado, I guess is his best way to pronounce that name, Ben Wishall, Jeffrey Wright, Anandy Armas, Armas, I guess, Lashana Lynch, David Detnick, is his best way to pronounce it, and Christoph Waltz, Carrie Naga, is written from a script he co-wrote with Neil Purvis, Robert Wade, Scott Z. Burns, and Phoebe Waller-Bridge. It will be released on April the 10th. I'm sure J.D. would agree with me saying, I cannot see James Bond as a female character. I, I, no, I, I can As a female. No, I mean, that was a good call, I'm not deciding not to change that. That was a very good call, indeed. Uh, let's see here. Let me see, let me see. Uh... Mm-hmm. There was one other one I was going to.
1: Okay,
0: let's see here. Uh, and like I said, after this, we'll bring in a quick wrestling store before Chris JD will get his stuff there underway here as well. Uh, okay, let's see here. Okay, this was a story we were going to bring you last night, but of course due to the technical difficulty we were unable to bring it, but I did go back and look over it, I definitely, this is why I definitely want to bring up, this came out yesterday from Jeffrey Harris, as Quentin Tarantino doesn't think he will direct a previously planned Star Trek film. Again, I don't see him directing a Star Trek movie, to be honest with you. As previously reported, Deadline.com recently spoke to once upon a time in Hollywood filmmaker Quentin Tarantino, who addressed the Star Trek project he had previously talked about making. According to Quentin Tarantino, sorry about that, he said he doesn't believe he will be directing it Tarantino stated the following on the, on Star Trek. He says, I think they might make that movie. I just don't think I'm going to direct it. It's a good idea. They should definitely do it. And I'll be happy to come in and give them some notes on the first rough cut. It was just so nice to make a movie about the industry and have the industry embrace it. At different Academy events, there have been a whole lot of old-timers who were or were around then and really liked the movie. Richard Rush... Thought we had captured the period well. Actors like Monty Markham, Sharon Farrell, Rena, Rita Marino, and all these people who dug the movie and knew the people involved and sometimes had affairs with some of the people involved with the people who were involved with the people who were on screen. That's a mouthful. Tarantino's latest film, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, received 10 Academy Awards uh, earlier this week, including Best Picture, Best Original Screenplay Screenplay, and Best Director. Noah Harley is currently attached to write and direct the next Star Trek film, which he suggested will feature a new cast and not the cast members from the rebooted film series that began in 2009. (sighs) Do they want to change the cast of this again? I mean...
1: I don't think they should. I mean, they want to, though. That's the thing.
0: Yeah, I I mean, me personally, I mean, I... I mean, I thought, I mean, because I even heard something about possibly that Chris Pine hadn't previously left it, but then he decided to come back to it or something like that. And of course I haven't done one since Star Trek Beyond, which was the last one, as I said before, that of course the young man who played Chekhov, what was his name? Um, let's see. Anton Yokin was in, of course, before he had his accident, of course, which we, we of course we lost him a few years ago. So uh,
1: so in a freak accident, yeah.
0: Me personally, yeah. But personally, I wouldn't see. I wouldn't personally see, of course, Tarantino attached to direct a Star Trek movie because you never know what he could do to it. I mean, Rod Gene right. Rod would be would would be would be rolling over in his grave, you know, if he heard it that that yeah. uh, a director like Tarantino was the director, So Anyway, of course, uh, one quick wrestling story from turn back over here to J.D. Uh, Jeremy Thomas brings his last story here. Uh, apparently, man, Triple H and more, paid hey, tribute, of course, to the late Rocky Johnson, of course, as your J.D. By the way, J.D., terrific, uh, terrific um, eulogy um, there tonight, by the way. I'll have to give, you, give you my props on that right there, of course. Uh, the reaction from the wrestling community, to the passing of WWE Hall of Famer Rocky Johnson is still coming in with Vince McMahon, Triple H, and more commenting as reported Love and Mania yesterday. Johnson sadly passed away at the age of 75. Here are some comments right here from Vince McMahon, Triple H, I believe even Kevin Nash, Mickey James, and some more. And let's see what we have. Let's see what let's see what we have right here. Um, well, as soon as I can get it. Uh, Start right here, folks. of course like I said I'd like to read this to you here, but okay. okay let's see. Wait a minute. Anyway, okay, here we go. Vincent Mann's, as Vincent Mann tweeted the following. He said, I'm deeply saddened by the loss of WWE Hall of Famer Rocky Johnson, an incredible talent, and his forged indelible legacy. My thoughts are with At the Rock and his family uh let's see right here triple h said this about rocky johnson um which i guess he was commenting on in it on the tweet made by nxt when, when they said nxt pays tribute to WWE Hall of Famer rocky johnson before january 15th edition of at hashtag WWE nxt at at full sale i actually saw a video about that earlier that was a good tribute they did on nxt last time uh triple h says a loss for every fan of at wwe Rocky Johnson was a barrier-breaking performer. Our thoughts are with his family at this time. Kevin and this was said at 6.44 p.m. yesterday, Kevin Nash said the following at 11.34 p.m. last night, he says, uh, I believe he was aiming this towards uh, towards the rock. He said, so sorry to hear about your dad. He was always very kind to me. Hung out in Louisville when I was coming back from my torn quad. Laughed and he shared me his knowledge. Again, sorry, Dwayne that was kevin nash right there mickey james says here at 9:33 p.m last night she says, i am so sorry at the rocker kid. i can't imagine sending you and your family all my love i first met your father at a training seminar not long after i started he was a guest coach for one of the days you were so kind to me and beyond proud and beyond proud of you then uh, i believe uh her husband nick Aldis, Also commented on this as well, said this at 5.40 p.m. yesterday afternoon. And when she says, sad about the news of soul man Rocky Johnson's passing away, may he rest in peace. Condolences to At The Rock and his family. Hashtag R.I.P. Rocky Johnson. Tommy Dreamer actually commented on it at 7.56 p.m. last night. He says, tomorrow at Bustin' Open Radio, we celebrate the life and career. At WWE Hall of Famer Rocky Johnson, a true pioneer and one hell of a great baby face. Please, any wrestler or fan that wants to call in and share a story, please do hashtag soulman. And he actually posted a picture of Rocky Johnson holding the tag belt. I think is this is this a picture of Rocky Johnson? I believe it's the one that he took along with uh Tony Atlas holding the tag belt after they won, I believe. Um uh, let's see, um. Era, uh, let's see. Aaron, I'm not sure who this is. I, I'm trying to remember who this is. Said this at 9:20 last night. Uh, he says, "R.I.P. Rocky Johnson." J.T.G. of course of Crime Time was a, um, also said, "R.I.P. Rocky Johnson." Said this at 9:42 p.m. It's a picture of him along uh, him and uh, Shad, of course, both members of Crime Time, of course, stand right beside uh, Rocky Johnson. Uh, Rikishi. Oh, okay, here we go, and I said this at 11, 4 p.m. last night. He's and he is speaking in Samoan, so forgive me. I do I do not want to mispronounce anything here, Um, but he is he, he is of course I believe technically he's just pretty much saying he's he is praying. Um, of course, I, of course, Rocky Johnson. I think didn't Peter Maivia's widow name Rocky Johnson when he was inducted to the Hall of Fame? But didn't he name him a
1: yeah, I believe so. Yes, that's right to me. Yes.
0: Yeah, I remember hearing something about that. I think it was Peter Maivia's widow that did that when he was inducted into the Hall of I Fame. So, yeah. But yeah, but anyway, of course, hashtag Rocky P. Rocky Johnson at Samoa Samoan Dynasty One at WWE hashtag HOF of course Hall of Fame. Um, but uh, but I don't want to mispronounce anything in Samoan. of course, with all respect, there indeed. But this was from that. Tweet was from Rikishi. Let's see what else we have here. See if we have, and that's all we have right there, of course. So everybody here, of course, outside of WWE, of course, paying their respect to, of course, the only uh, Rocky Johnson, of course. Uh, of course, as we And we will, of course, continue, of course, to share a lot more stories talking about, of course, the one and the only Rocky Johnson. I'm sure this, this I'm sure, like I said tonight. And also, I'm sure, tomorrow on the special edition of Revolution, which I'll talk more about that here in just a moment. Uh, <clears throat> but uh, all in all, ladies and gentlemen, that's all the stories I got here for for, for the night. Let's go ahead and go back to the Iceman, Jared DiGeralmo, who now has, of course, your box office report, as well as, of course, some sports updates, of course, coming in here for us. J.D., please go ahead
1: take it back. Yes, we do have the box office report for this week, however, and uh, we have... Um, uh, We'll tell you what did who did what this week, however, ladies and gentlemen. hold on a second, we're gonna tell you what it was. Uh, Nineteen seventeen won the box office however of the weekend, however, with thirty six and a half million beating out Star Wars, believe it or not, as it was the top movie of the week, however. As Star Wars definitely fell down spot this week, however, if you will, however. Number two, meanwhile, however, Star Wars: Rise of Skywalker, 15.1 million. However, however, Jumanji, the next level, however, took 14 million dollars in, while Like a Boss, however, took 10 million, and Just Mercy finished tied for fourth hour with 10 million. However, if you will. So again, uh, very interesting movies this week. However, like we said, however, however that happened. However. Now, new movies due out this week, however, include the following, however, believe it. Bad Boys for Life, starring Will Smith and Martin Lawrence. The bad boys of Mike and Marcus, of Will and Martin, are back here for one final chapter in this one, however. Doolittle, starring, however, Robert Downey Jr., John Cena, Antonio Bandois, and Michael Sheen, which a physician says discovers that he can talk to animals, is also getting talked about this weekend. Meanwhile, Justin Long stars in the movie The Wave. Frank, an opportunistic insurance lawyer, thinks he's in the time for his life and goes out in to the town to celebrate an upcoming promotion with his coworker worker Jeff. But their night takes a bizarre turn the turn when Frank is doused with a uh, hallucinogenic that completely alters his perception of the world, taking him on a psychedelic quest to board meetings, nightclubs, shootouts, and alternate dimensions. As he ping-pongs between reality and fantasy, he finds himself on a mission to finding the missing girl himself and his wallet." Uh, but like I said, last week we had 1917 Howard starring Daniel Mays and Colin Firth about two young British soldiers during the First World War are given an impossible mission. Deliver a message deep in enemy territory that will stop 600 men and one of the soldiers' brothers from walking straight into a deadly trap. Sam and Endis directs it. Meanwhile, of course, we know about the final conflict of Star Wars, however, if you will. Meanwhile... Just Like a Boss stars Tiffany Hash and Tomahawk about two friends with very different ideals starting a beauty company together. one more practical than the other, who wants to earn her fortune and live a lavish lifestyle, if you will. Uh, like I said, uh, let's see, uh, hold on a second. But yeah, those are just some of the movies out last week and this week. Again, like I said, however, we had uh, some interesting movies. However, like I said, uh, we're trying to get this, let me get the figures in here. Okay, here we go. Yeah, like I said, I'm looking here. However, I added. Shoot, darn it! Ain't gonna have it, huh? Uh, like I said, uh, okay. However, uh, yeah, like I said, 37 million last week. 15.2 million was the rise of Skywalker. However, mind you, 14 million was Jumanji, the next level. Like boss did 10, and Just Mercy did 9.7 million. The week before, however, like a boss debuted however, to a very however like I said, did like I said, however, like I said, this was last week, however uh, well, no, I a mistake well, I may mistake, okay, yeah, the previous weekend, here's what our top five were. The grudge took eleven and a half million with frozen two doing twelve million, however. Little Women did 13.5 million. Jumanji, the next level, did 26 million, and Star Wars was number one with 34.5, almost 35 million. Meanwhile, however, in sports news, however, the road to the Super Bowl continues this weekend. However, believe it or not, with the two conference championship final games going on, Tennessee, however, who beat Baltimore on Saturday night in Baltimore and shut down however, tried to shut down Lamar Jackson despite the fact he ran it through his way, however, had 195 yards rushing from their Superman, Derrick Henry, who will be traveling to Kansas City to take on Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs in Arrowhead, Stadium this Sunday at 3 p.m. in the AFC title game on CBS. The Chiefs, of course, came back from a 24-0 deficit last weekend against the Houston Texans to punch their ticket to the conference championship game and hope to make it to the Super Bowl for the first time since 1969-70, believe it or not, however, coming up this weekend. Meanwhile, the San Francisco 49ers, who defeated the uh, Green, uh, Minnesota Vikings last week, however, will be home facing the Green Bay Packers, who are coming off a close win at home against the Seattle Seahawks. That game is also set for Sunday at 6.40, in the conference game, an a NFC conference game as well. Both teams ended the game, however, uh, both a touchdown and a half point favor, referring to Frisco and Kansas City. So, again, the games, of course, are 3.05 on CBS and 6.40 on Fox. Meanwhile, however, speaking of football, however, New Orleans police, however, said they have issued a warrant for former New York Giants superstar and current Cleveland Browns receiver Odell Beckham Jr. Video surfaced, however, on Monday night showing Beckham slapping the rear end of a Superdome security guard following the LSU win, in which LSU won the national championship Monday night against Clemson in the locker room at the Superdome. According to records obtained by NewOrleansLouisiana.com, the security guard had been telling players to put out cigars in the locker room before he was slapped. Police said that they have issued the arrest warrant, however, for Beckham. As of now, Louisiana statute had defined simple batteries battery committed without the consent of the victim. Punishment in Louisiana can include a fine no more than $1,000 and imprisonment for no more than six months, or both, however. At the time, Beckham was also captured on video prior to the end of the game, passing out real money to several LSU players, including quarterback Joe Morrow, after the game. The Browns, however, did issue a statement, however, earlier today, saying about Beckham's little shenanigans, the following comment. We are aware of the incident and in touch with him and his representatives on the matter. They are cooperating with the proper authorities to appropriately address the situation. We are also aware of the situation regarding him and interacting with LSU student athletes and others that affiliated with the team following the game Monday night. Initial information says that money was exchanged, was originally a novelty, but now it looks like how real cash might have been given to LSU student athletes, including one of our quarterbacks, uh, that is Joe Morrow, However. We, were in, we have been in contact with the SEC in the incident way immediately upon learning of the situation, which some of our student-athletes have been placed in a compromising position, and we are working with them and also the conference, as well as our student-athletes the SEC, to rectify the situation. An LSU spokesman, however, said yes, as of yesterday, that they, they told the Baton Rouge advocate that the money being handed out on the field by Beckham was originally not real. But, on the Barstool Sports part of my Take podcast, Joe Burrow did say, however, however, it was real. If the money being doled out by Beckham is real, it might be a violation of NCAA bylaws. Cash is an example of impermissible benefits that are prohibited by the governing body. Meanwhile, however, the baseball scandal continues to heat up. And what baseball scandal, you're asking? Oh yes, we'll tell you about it right now, however. On Monday, of course, we told you about the Houston Astros firing their president, or excuse me, their general manager and manager after apparently uh, stealing signals towers during the 2017 baseball season, however, or World Series, if you will. Originally, they were fined and suspended, later to be axed, however, mind you, by the Astros, even though originally they were supposed to be serving this year's suspension. The following night, it got even more crazier, however, with Alex Cora announcing that he has quit managing the Boston Red Sox. By late Tuesday night, early yesterday morning, however, many people were wondering who would be the next casualty. Well, Carlos Beltran, formerly of the Astros, and who was set to begin his first year as the manager of the New York Mets, will not get that opportunity. Earlier today, the New York Mets announced, however, that they have dismissed Beltran and are going to continue to question him about the whereabouts of this whole thing. So now you have three managers out, however, mind you, in the last three years, or three days, however, referring to Beltran. Uh also of course, ladies and gentlemen, consisting of Cora, however, and uh there was a and of course let's see like I said, how uh like I said. Uh like I said, it's just it's a big mess, like I said, that's uh like I said, I said, didn't even begin yet. Originally, however, like I said, with Spring Train a few weeks away, they decided to dismiss him, like I said, and like I said, how uh like I said, I'm trying to find the story how A. J. Hinch, however, that's the guy. A J. Hinch, however, H-I-N-C-H, however, Buck Showalter, Dusty Baker, Jeff Bannister, however, just some of the names, and Bruce Bochy possibly could be interviewed for the job in Houston. As we said, Hinch, of course, however, mind you, was fired, however, following the sign dealing punishments that occurred, however. And, of course, like we said, the story began, like I said, however, according to reports, however, the Astros were fined $5 million and will lose draft picks in 2020 and 2021, as we said, on Tuesday, the Red Sox parted ways with manager Alex Corr after he was implicated in the investigation. And then, of course, Beltron, who, of course, had not yet begun his first full year in the manager of the Mets, will no longer get that opportunity as he was dismissed earlier today.
0: Mm-hmm. Thank you very much, of course, J.D., of course, for the box office report and also some sports news there as well. Big time things going on here, of course. The baseball season is just around the horizon here. Uh, it's already starting to get a few hits, so to speak. So we'll have to see how all that, too, of course, will, uh, how, how how all that will fare and how all that will develop here, coming up here. Um, like I said, with baseball season, just uh, right around the corner. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, right fast, one more time here with plug, one 562 444 Caller ID, 141-387-POUND. This is Outside the Ropes, episode number 186 here. This is Thursday. Uh, January 16th, 2020, we're at 7.51 p.m. Eastern Time. Mr. W S Chad Hinshaw, along with the Iceman, Jeremy Dramo here with you here tonight. Uh, just, just as a quick reminder, coming up as once again, NWO Wolfpack coming up here in about, about, in about a little more than an hour. Uh, news and views, history and birthdays, plus also our own personal take as to what happened with both NXT and AEW, and AEW last night. Plus, also, of course, some other big-time resin stores making the rounds here as well. <coughs> so be sure to listen in. But of course, our live video feed coming in to us from AWA History Lives. Be sure to listen in on that. To, uh, to coming up here, like I said, a little bit after 9 o'clock. Right here, of course, on TalkShoot.com. And also, as I mentioned here before, of course, tomorrow night's edition of the Mothership WWS Revolution, of course, will be very unique one at that a uh, very unique one indeed because of the following Here, first off ladies and gentlemen there will be no live video feed coming in for episode 780 tomorrow night and the reason being is primarily because i will not be here of course to, to take to take part in episode 780 a revolution as of course as you know myself and mr hulkamania bob Ziegler will be of course attending the wwe smackdown show in here in my neck of the woods, Greensboro, North Carolina. Tomorrow night. So, ladies and gentlemen, the ice, the Ice Man, Jerry Duramo, is going to be stepping in in my place uh, tomorrow night, here, of course, and he'll be he'll be bringing you, of course, to uh, tomorrow's uh, wrestling history and birthdays, and also some news and views. Plus, also, we hope to hear from the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, as well as, of course, Danny from Oak Park. As of course, they, as of course, they give their takes as to what's been going on here in the in the world of wrestling. Of course, not just WWE. Of course, um, NXT, AEW. I'm sure all around, including of course, the Independence, Of course, Re- Ring of Honor, Impact. Uh, you name it. They'll definitely be. They'll definitely throw it out there and be talking about it. So be sure, of course, to be listening on episode 780 of Revolution tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen. And also, i do as I mentioned, of course, last night. Uh, on the Wednesday edition of Revolution, I'm one to mention here as 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 it, as it pertains to tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I do, of course, have all have always valued and have been very appreciative of the respect and re- support that you have given myself and everybody here, of course, on all of our shows here in the radio network here over the over over. Or, or, or Ever since we got this started, of course, back in May of 2015. Uh, of course, ladies and gentlemen, Revolution, of course, is is, the, is as we call it the Mothership broadcast. Of course, the, the one that started the whole shebang in the radio network, ladies and gentlemen. So I ask for your patience and indulgence, of course, with the Iceman, Man, Jared D'Jarama, as he's going to be stepping into some really big shoes here, as he, of course, will be helming, of course, the big the the big show. Of course, I'm not talking about the rest of the big show. I'm talking big show of the wws radio network of course i'm referring to revolution of course like i said this show him the same amount of support and respect that you have of course that you of course have shown have shown me of course tomorrow night and of course i will be bringing back of course hopefully if not uh, if not if not of course uh <clears throat> uh tomorrow night um but, uh, but of course uh over the weekend and also monday on raw radio I will be, of course, giving my personal thoughts and opinions uh, as opposed to, of course, uh, what took place here at the show in Greensboro, of course, tomorrow night. Uh, <clears throat> of course, we did get the update that Kane is supposed to be making an appearance in some capacity. We, I, of course, will definitely be watching out for that. And I'll, of course, keep everybody informed about all that there tomorrow as well. So be sure to show, like I said, the Iceman the same impatience and indulgence that you have shown me. And hopes and 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 like I said, just uh, like I said, just just uh, like I said, have fun tomorrow night. Of course, with episode seven eighty of revolution, as it will be twenty episodes out, ladies and gentlemen, from hitting the number eight hundred mark, which we may end up hitting that sometime here, if not this month, and possibly in sometime in February. Who knows? So we'll definitely be uh, be watching out for that here as well. Uh, <clears throat> so. Uh, Before before we depart here for now, J.D., is there anything you wish to add to close out 186 of Outside the Roast?
1: No, as we said, folks, again, in case you're wondering who the players were again, folks, we'll tell you again. The two players from Houston, they are A.J. Hinch, H-I-N-C-H, and Jeff Luno, L-U-H-N-O-W. They were suspended originally for the sign stealing. It says here, like I said, in the of course, this is the largest scandal of the sport baseball since the biogenesis uh, during the suspension of 13, 2013. Commissioner Rob Manfred announced that the discipline strongly hinted that current Boston manager, Ox Cora, the former Dodgers player and Astros bench coach in 7, 2017, will face equal and more severe punishment. Manfred said that Cora developed the sign stealing system used by the Astros as they are under investigation for sign science sealing course first season's manager in 2018 when the Red Sox won the World Series. But Jim Crane, the uh, uh, the owner of the Astros Manfred said, was not aware of the sign ceiling. An hour after MLB announced that decision, he opened a news uh, conference by saying Hinich and the GM were fired and said, we need to move forward with a clean slate and said, I on to say more. It is very clear to me that the culture of the baseball operations department manifesting itself and in the way its employees are treated, its relations with other clubs and its relations with the media and external stakeholders has been very problematic this is Manfred writing a nine-page statement at least in my view however the baseball operations department's culture one that valued and rewarded results over consider other considerations combined with a staff of individuals who often lack direction or sufficient oversight led at least in part to the incident the club's admittedly inappropriate and inaccurate response to that incident finally to an environment that allowed the conduct described in this report to have occurred however as the person responsible for managing his players and coaches, there is simply no justification for Hinrich's failure to act. However, although the GM has denied having, having any awareness, however, mind you, that his replay review room staff was decoding and transmitting signs, there is both documentary and testimonial evidence that indicates that Mr. Lunal Howard, had some knowledge of these efforts, but he did not give it much attention. Irrespective of his knowledge of his club's violations of the rules, I will hold him personally accountable for the conduct of his club. Virtually all of the Astros' players had some involvement or knowledge of the scheme, and I am not based in a position based on the investigative record to determine with any degree of certainty every player should or shall be held accountable or their relative degree of culpability. It is impractical given the number, large number of players involved in the fact that many of those players now play for other clubs. However, some players may have understood that their conduct was not only condoned by the club, but encouraged by it. This was misconduct conducted by the team." Some Astro players told my investigators that they did not believe the science-stealing scheme, however, mind you, however, was effective, and it was more distracting than useful to hitters. I'm neither in a position to evaluate whether the scheme helped the Astros hitters nor whether it helped them win any games, however.
0: There you have it, right There you have it. Some more. It keeps getting deeper and deeper and deeper each and every time folks. As I said before, the base, baseball season already I hadn't even started, and already it's already taken, a, 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 like I said, a few hits. So, like I said, J.D. and, and everybody else will definitely be keep our, keeping our eyes open on all this. And we'll definitely, of course, be posting some updates, of course, on the, our page. WWUS Sports Roundup here, of course, if any yes. more developments do pop up here as well. So, and this is what, and
1: this and this what Cora Cor, like said, uh, Cor said however, I believe. Uh, Alex Cora how did say, how I, like I said, however. Like I said, the ringleader. However, mind you, Tuesday night. Or uh, where is it? Uh, I just saw a second ago. Uh, I just saw. do it? Where is it? Uh, uh, let, me, let me find it while we're doing that. how okay. We agreed today that parting ways was the best thing for the organization, referring to the Red Sox. However, I do not want to be a distraction to the Red Sox as they move forward. However. Like we said, Carlos Beltran was interviewed today, Howard, and because of that, Beltran himself was removed, Howard, as manager of the Mets this afternoon. As a result, Howard, the Mets agreed to part ways with him, and this is what they had to say very quickly. We'll uh, get their comments in very quickly. This is what they said earlier today after uh, parting ways. Mets CEO Jeff Wilpon and GM Brody Van uh, Wagenen, W-A-G-E-N-E-N, said the following. We met with Carlos last night and again this morning and have agreed to mutually part ways. This was not an easy decision considering the circumstances because it became clear to all parties that it was not in anyone's best interest for Carlos to move forward as manager of the Mets. We believe he was honest and forthcoming with us, and we are confident that this will not be the final chapter in his baseball career. We remain excited, however, about this team team and are committed to reaching our goals of winning now and in the future. Beltron meanwhile, said this, however, earlier this afternoon, these comments. Over my 20 years in the game, I've always taken pride in being a leader and doing things the right way, and in this situation, I failed. As a veteran player on the team, I should have recognized the severity of the issue and truly regret the actions I were taken. I am a man of faith and integrity, and what did take place or took place did not demonstrate those characteristics that are so very important to me and my family. I am very sorry. It is not who I am as a father, husband, teammate, and as an educator. The Mets organization and I have eventually agreed, to part ways moving for, agreed to part ways moving forward for the greater good with no further distractions. I hope at some point in time I'll have the opportunity to return to the game that I love so much. But right now, however, it is unsure at this point. Meanwhile, Brody Von Wegman, uh, Fred Wilpon, however, was Jeff Wilpon, excuse me, said this, however. When we met with Carlos, we had to make an assessment of what, where do we go from here. And in his thought process, however, as well as ours, we both agreed, however, it was going to be incredibly challenging and incredibly difficult to do the job in a way in which we intended and the way in which he could utilize the best of his abilities. This has been a difficult week. No, make no mistake about it. It's been difficult for everyone involved.
0: Thank you very much. There, of course, JD. And I'll be and right Of course, back. This has been okay. All right. Well, on that note here, uh, on, on that note here, folks here, uh, like we said, while, while JD is getting ready to return, I will go ahead and throw out here, of course, uh, of course, our two plugs right here. Of course, don't forget Perpetual Uniquity on eBay, eBay.com forward slash str forward slash Perpetual Uniquity, P-E-R-P-U-T-A-L-U-N-I-Q-U-I-T-Y internet retail for the eternally distinctive individual of course over 200 items of course still for sale stuff a, item that you probably haven't seen in a long time and items you've probably have never seen before be sure to check out what we have on hand here of course here today <clears throat> and also of course don't forget bulldog dvd sales and variety facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash bulldog dvd sales variety of course uh, <clears throat> of course folks uh what well, we have of course like i said all dvds and blu-rays here um of course dvds and blu-rays with one or two discs in each set of course are worth one dollar and Actually, of course all I'm dvds to right now I'm, before,
1: I'm gonna get rolling on that note i will talk to you in a little
0: bit okay we'll talk at you here a little bit later on here JJ. thank you very much sir, sir and um, we'll talk at you on work thank you very much right here is of course the ice man jerry we do thank him, of course for uh join us here tonight but also don't forget of good bulldog dvd sells a variety like we said all dvds and blu-rays with with one or with, with one or two discs in each set are worth still worth one dollar and of course all dvds and blu-rays with three or more discs in each set of course are worth two dollars be sure to check out what we have on hand of course more dvds and blu rays still to come here folks we we still we still have plenty more to put out there here of course for your consideration so be sure to check it out what we have right listed right here, of course, here today. Remember at Bulldog DVD Sales and Variety, we take a bite out of the cost, out of the cost, so you can enjoy your favorite selection. Of course, that is, of course, Bulldog DVD Sales and Variety. Um, thank you very much, of course, to the Ice Jerry D. Geramo, of course, for, for uh, coming in here and helping us out here tonight. Of course, we'll be back on here coming up here in about an hour's time with the with NWO Wolfpack 138521 pound. As we say, with our live video feed from AWAUS U.S. History Lives. Outside the Ropes 186 is a broadcast of the WWS radio network right here on Talkshoe.com. Where we are, of course, are four years older and continuing to be bolder. The radio network continues to be and will forever remain your pop culture connection. Folks, take we will see you, of course, on the red carpet. We will be back next Wednesday. Of course, with number 187 of WWS Outside the Ropes. Of course, like I said, stay tuned here. Of course, like I said, at 9 o'clock, it will be, of course, NWO Wolfpack. Since 2015, ladies and gentlemen, you're a source for everything going on in the world of pro wrestling, pop culture, and everything in between. This is, of course, the WCWS Radio Network. Take care and God bless. We'll talk at you here on NWO Wolfpack. Have a good evening, folks, and take care. Godspeed.